Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Scooby Snacks and Chats here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. It is me, your mystery cruise lover, Felipe, the Brazilian Dragon himself, and we are back. We're here to talk about Scooby-Doo. It's been a minute, but we're here, and as always, I'm joined by the skip to my Fred. It is Jacob. Jacob, how are you doing? I'm good. You would have thought that we got abducted uh, and that we were like gone, lost away, but no, we're back. Uh, we're here to talk Scooby-Doo. It's good yeah. to be back with you, Felipe. We were stuck in the Bermuda Triangle for a minute. So. I know. We, we got stuck in that uh, Bermuda Triangle. It, like That is something that as a kid, I was like legitimately scared about. Like I would, if you told me I was going to the Bermuda Triangle, I would have cried. And now it's like, what? Like, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so not only do we have the skip to my Fred, but we also have the Peggy Tar skip and Fred. It is Tommy. Touchdown Tommy himself is here, more appropriately known as Football Thomas in some circles. You know him from the Declassified <laughs> Survival podcast, the Stark Wars podcast, lover of D&D and ranch dressing. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm good. That was such a great introduction. I was just over here on my jetpack. I needed to get some uh, gas just so I land on the pod and uh, come on in. Yes. Uh, so Tommy, what is your history with the Scooby-Doo franchise? So like, I feel like as most kids, like you always knew of Scooby-Doo, there's certain franchises that you always know of, right? Like Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo, they're always, they're always there for you. And for me, Scooby-Doo, uh, love some Casey Kasem. And, uh, I remember this movie specifically and the video game one okay. where they like, went into the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Those two always stuck in my head and they were always like, I feel like Scooby-Doo is just like that friend that's just always there for you, you know? He is. So, um, like Scooby, uh, are you a fan of the Scooby Snacks? And how does ranch dressing go on Scooby Snacks? I think that, is there, I, I do like Scooby Snacks. I have had the, the, the you know, like the, the ones they sell in the stores or used to at some point. Uh, yeah. But do they sell like a savory Scooby mm-hmm. Snack? I don't know. I, I doubt it. Because like, you know the kids are probably excited to eat their like little gummy things and they don't want to be like oh yeah eat like this like actual dog biscuit like it, it's got a hint of a uh, rosemary in there yeah yeah exactly you. yeah it's like the the kids palates are not that complex you know if you give them something sweet they'll probably like it more than if you give them something accurate yeah. that's uh, true so maybe not if it's like if it's like a graham cracker uh uh flavor maybe ranch i mean listen i'm not i want to be opposed to trying it Yes, when we get the official brand deals, we'll we'll ship you a box and you can try it. Do yeah, like when I get the yeah, yeah when I get the official Hidden Valley uh, brand deal, then yes, we'll connect in a perfect combination. It'll be the next chocolate and peanut butter. Yes, Jenna oh, and Heidi graham cracker and ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you get yeah. naked for graham cracker and ranch? 
on Survivor? Uh, uh, if, no. if it's chocolate and peanut butter if it's the equivalent you know what's my standing on the tribe am i am i like well situated do i need this immunity there's a lot of there's a lot of going yeah, okay. on <laughs> that makes yeah. sense now uh tommy is here to talk about pirates ahoy but i believe jacob watched it with a few audience members do you want to give their review now or no uh yeah well i watched it the first time i watched this i watched it with my like uh baby siblings and the whole time they were just like, they're like, when is a song? When are they gonna sing? Like, what? And I was like, what are you like? This is not a musical. Like, where? What are you talking about? And then the entire like, I think that they had seen, I don't know, they must have seen something where Scooby sings at some point because they were just like, they're like, when is that? When are they gonna sing? Like, where's the song? And then they were like going on YouTube finding songs to like get them through the movie. And I was like, wow, that's a brutal endorsement of this film. Yeah, so maybe we should get their rankings. Maybe they will go even lower than Lisa did that one time. Yeah, I, I think they might give straight zeros for lack of like uh, musical numbers. Well, there were some musical numbers. They just weren't sung by the characters. There, there, were, there was some background music, but I think they wanted like Scooby and Shaggy to like, you know, have their little like funny duo song. And they wanted like, yeah, they wanted like a whole musical production, you know, yeah, much like we, me. I, I like a, a love a good musical. We got a pirate song, a pirate sea shanty, as you will. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Sea shanties were hot a few months ago. Yeah, it's too bad we didn't hop on the trend. Uh, hey, we can bring it back. Uh, yeah, uh, I was just gonna say we'll bring it back. Sea shanties galore. One of the best total drama songs was the sea shanty. Don't at me. <laughs> um, when DJ was a tribe of one. Uh yeah, yeah. That poor man. He just wanted to love the edibles, and they kept dying. <laughs> This is the start to our spinoff uh, Total Drama Island podcast. I have I have told Chappelle that if he ever covers that on the RHAP Rewind, and why would he? Because that's not a reality show, but to hit me that, up. That would be very funny if they get that desperate. They're like, let's have fake reality now. Yeah. If they could do the episode that Lashana was like royally screwed, I will be there because I have so many feelings to this day. That was, <laughs> I'm still upset about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, we're here to talk about Scooby-Doo, Pirates Ahoy. Did either of you remember this one growing up? I know Tommy did. This was like I, his favorite. I did not remember this one at all. I In fact, I got this one. I got this one confused with another one where I think they're on a ship, or maybe I've like totally made it up. But like, whenever I first started this, I got like ten minutes in, I was like, oh, this is the wrong one, and I like went back and I was like, oh, maybe it is right. So I no, this was this was t- completely new to me. I remembered the opening scene with the ghost pirates and the Bermuda Triangle, but I didn't remember much else from it. Um, I just mild spoiler alert. My guesses were completely wrong for the bad people. Um, yeah, I was way off. Tommy, why'd you pick this one specifically? Is it just because it was the one that you remembered the most? You know, it was one of the ones I remembered the most. I also feel like Scooby-Doo and Pirates just go go together like ranch and graham crackers, ran- chocolate and peanut butter. And uh, for me, I, I don't know. I love Pirates. I, I think it was a big, maybe I'm like uh, the, the mill- you know, the Biff. Like I, I loved Pirates growing up. I, I thought uh, Pirates were a lot of mustache because Yeah. <laughs> I actually grew the mustache just for this podcast. Oh, just, yeah. you weren't inspired by Mobius? No, I saw a guy, I saw a guy at the bar uh, a few nights ago who looked like a taller version of Mobius. I was what like, if it was a variant. This is a different podcast. It might have been a variant. variant. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You you should have said hi if he looks like Owen Wilson. I mean, I feel like that. Oh, like, I, I talked to him for a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Did you slip into wow? Wow. I did. I was like, wow. I don't think he got it. I don't think anyone had told him. Who knows? But he, he was a pool shark that night. He he never left the pool table. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, how could you not love pirates? Scooby-Doo. They just, listen, I feel for Shaggy and Scooby in this. They just want a freaking vacation. Yeah. And they, like, Fred, Fred seems so on board, but like, can can they get a vacation? I'm going to petition that we work on getting a movie that's yeah. just, it's no mystery. Give them it's some PTO. No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they always like start on a vacation. They always get like the first few They also hours. get so like, many they, benefits from all these mystery hunting things. Like, yeah, they, like they get to travel the world and yes, they're on the clock, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like they, they get to rest up enough. Uh, they, they like dumb luck their way into getting it. I think we need to work them harder. I think we need to put them on like the tough cases, get them in like the New York City police, like detective division and like make them solve the hard stuff and they would solve it responsibly. They have never once hurt someone in the process. So I think, I think they should become our police force. But like with no vacation, don't you think like maybe they'll get stressed, they'll become hardened, they'll start drinking mm. coffee, you know, like, yeah. Okay, be- yeah. Yeah, I was going to say abolish the police and just give me like, uh, Scooby and Shaggy, but I guess they might become the police. They'll become the thing I hate. Dang. Yeah, you no, can't have nice things. You can't have nice things. You become the hero or you uh, live long enough to become the villain, they say, or something yeah. like that. Something like that. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Batman. Um, so let's just get into the plot of this movie. So we start off with the, the I don't remember his name, Rupert. I was like, this man does not look like a Rupert because now, because Survivor, I think of Rupert as Survivor oh. as the only Rupert. <laughs> it's between that and Rupert Stewart, uh, not Stewart, Stewie's teddy bear from Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- this is not a Rupert. If those are your like, uh, if that's your class of Ruperts, this is this is outside the box. But no, he looks yeah, more is... like a berry. A berry. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought They're... you meant like a blueberry for a second. Like no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He looked kind of like a boysenberry, actually. Like, that's yeah. what Tommy's, like, ready to come with, like, all these foods. Yeah. with uh, Yeah, berries and ranch. That's probably a pass. The actor kind of looks like the character. If, if Freddy Rodriguez from Six Feet Under. Um, all right. Yeah, he kind well. of looks like how Rupert would. But, yeah, uh, all these ghost pirates, they enter the Bermuda Triangle. The ghost pirates come, siege the boat. They take the map. And poor Rupert is left washed into the ocean um so this is the only thing that i remember from this movie also i do want to say we talked about the title sequences a lot on this podcast this was a top tier title sequence that was uh, yeah in fact you know what that's on me i i should come prepared to talk about the title sequences as i facts? always do i i did not know i i uh no no fun facts uh didn't come with the title sequences but this one was very good uh yeah. when i saw this i was like getting hype i was like ready to go this is gonna be a great one and your siblings uh, just based on the bothered. title card no, they could not care. They yeah. like. No. Did they have a moment that they liked? Um. The, well, so uh, my baby brother Noah, he thought all the like, the I guess like slapsticky type stuff, like the chase scenes, were funny, and he was like acting them out afterwards. Um. But other than that, no. Like, uh, I would say it was it was kind of a bust. Uh. Yeah. Oh well. The the one thing that they um. Yeah, they did talk about Scooby Doo afterwards, and they did talk about mystery. So I think the idea of Scooby Doo probably stuck better than the actual movie yeah that's disappointing to hear especially this movie which is one of the better ones that we've seen i think uh 
yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, they don't like maybe this one. maybe compared to the ones that I've seen over the year, where there are some real bad ones. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, the 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 ghost um like steals the guy uh, or steals the stuff. Like they leave him for dead. Like at that at that point, I had to say there's like a one percent chance that Rupert lives. Like right? when he showed back up, I was actually a little surprised he didn't die. Yeah, he yeah. didn't die though. Uh, Tommy, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, no, I was, I honestly kind of forgot about him when he showed up again. I was like, oh, there's that guy who's like peeking through the hole as the pirates went off. Uh, but he found like a, like a piece. I mean, we'll get to it later, but he found like some door. Like I thought he was Rose or something from Titanic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's the only way to survive a shipwreck. It is like the only canon way that you can live. <laughs> and you got to make sure the, you're the only one. If it's a pair, one of you has got to go. Yeah, <laughs> you're going down with the door. So cue the Celine uh, Dion. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, but we, we then transition. The mystery gang is driving to a cruise deck for Fred's birthday. And they're like, Freddie, how old are you turning? He's like, 43. And they all like, oh, my heck. And then they keep, he's like 44, 45. That joke, like the, the delay was not, I didn't know. That that did not work for me. I don't know. Oh, I kind of thought the joke was funny because like, you know, we've talked about how the like, oh, you know, they're all actually way older. They're not actually teens. Like they have so much money. There's no way that these are like teenagers. And Fred just be like, I'm actually 43. Uh, I'm a middle-aged man. Hey, you know, I, I like, like that. Mid-20s kids. How yeah. old are are they like officially? So like, is it- officially, they're like seventeen. But we established on this podcast they're at least twenty five or older. Um, yeah. Especially like I think this movie reinforces that idea because it's like the parents hadn't seen them in years. They all went to high school together, and then she's like, "Oh, Norville, you you still look like a twig. You need to eat more." And he's like, "Well, I always eat." But yeah, uh, I think they're like mid twenties, but the parents haven't seen them in a while. Well, Scooby's got to get be getting up, not to not to get morbid or something, but like in dog years, like Scooby's got to get going up there, right? Like, I'm just saying, Scooby's immortal. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Scooby, he's talking. So I mean, yeah. Are, are you saying the next Scooby is gonna be like Scooby at a funeral and Shaggy's like just chilling on the beach, like finally gets to take his vacation as he rests? Uh, Scooby never got his the vacation they wanted. This is so sad. That's Oscar bait right there. That's literally Oscar bait. This is almost as sad as Scooby Doo currently losing in the Tommy brackets. Tragedy. Tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a personal attack on me and Jacob too, but Jacob never goes into Discord. Yeah. I, I think it actually was. Like I heard a bunch of people be like, "Oh, we got to get against this podcast. Let's not vote for Scooby Doo." Yeah, offensive on so many levels. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would never, though. I would, I definitely voted for Scooby Doo. So. Thank you, thank you. We love the taste. But uh, what did you think of Fred's parents, uh, Skip and Peggy? Yeah, first of all, they mentioned like they were kooky, right? But like you expect anyone's parents. I think any parent has to be some level of kookiness. I expected these to be Shaggy's parents with how kooky yeah. they were, though. But but like they were okay. Maybe this is just me. <laughs> they like come up and they're like talking about how much the women have blossomed and then talked about like, oh, you're taking good care of my my boy. Were they trying to set him up? Like, that's how I felt. I mean, anyone, like, they need Fred to, like, marry up because Fred is, like, they, they need him to, like, marry someone with that's, like, above him. 
If that's what it was, that totally flew by my head, but it actually makes a good amount of sense that they're trying to set him up. Um, yeah, like, you guys are growing up. Make sure you take care of Fred. Is I, the mom he, like Tina Wesson wanting grandbabies ASAP? A hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That one totally went by me. I feel like this would be a fun exercise. Who should play Fred's parents in the live action adaptation? Um, is the goal to be like the same type of characters? Yeah, like based on these characters that we got. Hmm. Like someone who's um uh the Robin Robin Thick's dad, the what Alan Thick, isn't it? Well, if he's it, before, it, you know, we go back in time. CGI version. Of yeah, him. yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Him and Tupac. Recreated. I feel like he'll be a good yeah. skip. Okay, yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. The, uh, never mind. I lost my train of thought. Maybe the mom from uh, uh, the 70s show. Oh, yeah. Deborah Joe Rubb. Yeah, yeah I feel like she I, could she, be a good Peggy. She definitely would be a good Peggy. Um, I'm trying to think with the dad. Oh, I feel like a Phil Dunphy sort of dad energy. Uh, Ty Burrell. But he's, yeah. he might be a little young, so. Yeah, I, I feel like the, these parents are, like, the right level of lame, though. Like, they're not too annoying. Like, they're not going to, like, you know, totally embarrass you. But they're, like, they're parents. So, yeah. I, yeah, I like them. And I appreciate that, like, listen, they know their son's interest. And they're, like, we are going to go on a mystery cruise because that's what you enjoy to do. And we're doing this for you. That's good parenting, you know? Yeah. Even if you're okay. not interested in your son's interest, you're doing it for them. But Jacob, if your parents took you on an economics cruise for a vacation, would you be upset because you don't want to be thinking of economics while on vacation? <laughs> what the hell is an economics cruise? I don't like, know. <laughs> literally, they're like they're you're like going around and they're like, oh, and that's a freighter. Uh, it has free trade because of this economic policy, and you're just like literally asleep. Uh, no, that would be incredibly boring. Yeah, uh, to solve math totally problems out. to get your like dinner. Yeah, you, you can't get yeah. Like in in order to like solve math, you're like, okay, now do some linear algebra and like solve the equation in order to get your like steak. It's like, all right, at that point you just don't eat. Well, you wouldn't need to do that because you don't eat steak. But like, exactly, yeah. See, I just uh, I'd sit there and eat my leafy greens. No math needed for the leafy greens. <laughs> yeah, they just hand you that. They're like, here yeah. you go. You don't have to do any problems for this stuff. It's like one yeah, of those exactly. John John memes. Like the more expensive is the better items, but Jacob gets all the like the leaves. Yeah, well, there was one that was like, uh, make your ideal Fourth of July cookout, and it was like, you know, the top ones were like, like hot dogs, hamburgers, and I was like, I'm golden. I don't want either of those things. Like, give me sides all day long. Uh, mac and cheese. Oh yeah, the mac, the coleslaw, um, like even some beans. I would take. This might be a hot take. I think sides are sometimes better than the main dishes. Most no. most times. Yeah, yes. I I agree. Ooh. Yeah. Price. I went yeah. to a steakhouse once. It was like all you could eat, and I think I only ate the sides. I didn't even they they had like the meat that they were making on the skewers. I was just eating potato salad, living my best life. Yeah. Did you have ranch That's on it? <laughs> I did have a little ranch on the side. You just a little dip, like a little dip of ranch. Yeah. That that probably is the way to go because like the sides are probably better. Yeah, you're not getting your money's worth because like it's probably more expensive if you were to eat the the like meats and whatnot. But yeah, si sides all day. Jacob, do you eat seafood or no? No. No, no sushi. Or do you eat the veggie nope. sushi's probably? Well, I eat veggie sushi. Yeah. We talk about me being vegetarian quite a lot with the yeah. podcast. I mean, it's it's an interesting topic. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, great. Um, Vegetarians yeah. are us. 
Remember yeah. when uh, Felipe writes his, uh, I guess it's not an autobiography. He, he a biography about Jacob Redman? My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I could, I probably could ghostwrite like at least four chapters at this point. Yeah, I, I feel like you could get like everything in the past few years. Like you could, you could handle for me. I could get my like, sister to do the beginning parts and like together like, the two of you would crush it. My best friend, Akiva. Perfect. <laughs> like, that, that's a chapter title. Yep. Um, and it's all about yeah. your history with podcasts. Great. I doubt that it's reciprocal. I doubt that he would say that I'm, uh, I'm to the even, even to the F word yet. I don't even think we're friends. Once you got on the NGOG, then, then you'll be friends. Do you think if we still had MySpace, would you be in this top, this your top? No, eight? but Akiva would be on Jacobs. I, um, yeah, he might be because I don't really like, uh, like meet, like seeing people I know from high school on there anyway. So like, I'm mostly just like friends with people from like the podcast world anyway. So yeah. 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 Felipe, if you had to go on a cruise that was themed, which one would you want to go on? Obviously, the Disney cruise. Um, okay, that's yeah. fair. That's Call a very back. fair um, answer. But uh, I don't know, like just something entertainment-wise, like something with. I mean, the Disney cruise is like a legit answer. Yeah. Uh, like when Tommy's about to say ranch, like I'm gonna be very concerned. So, I, like what? I think yeah. Tommy would go on the on the Nickelodeon, the defunct. Wait, one. are you kidding me? I literally was gonna say Nickelodeon cruise. <laughs> <laughs> nice i know i know my very nice is he the rancher no listen i love ranch but the cruises and i mean i guess they could i've never been maybe jacob i wasn't even thinking that but maybe you were on to something that i wasn't even uh comprehending you could have like ranch slip and slides you could economic cruise that's what i was thinking yeah like you know you go to the spa and you soak your feet in ranch (laughs) genius genius yeah yeah honestly i should get on this yeah Go for it, Heinz. I you can see, have that idea for free. I honestly could see like one of those. Like, it's like, a, like a, Why are you giving our away our ideas away for free, Jacob? Because it's a zero dollar idea, Felipe. You don't know. Tommy will literally invest in the cruise line. If it's a All one, right. listen. Me and my buddy have a thing where instead of doing one million dollar idea, we do a million one dollar ideas, and then Make we become public speakers talking about our our pitch of how we just made a bunch of one dollar ideas that's actually not terrible like i think that that's a good gimmick yeah i'll, I'll give you one burgers and beds you just, it's a restaurant where you just get a bed and you can eat your burgers in your bed my idea is great beanbag airplane chairs like so everyone gets a beanbag chair <laughs> oh but like people would get so frustrated as i like shift my beanbag okay but a little it's bit like back. on the walls like, it's not in the it's like everyone lines up against the wall so it's like first class stuff yeah oh, okay. see i i want like airplane crips like uh for like long flights i want to be able to like just go in and like everyone gets pushed in you just like lay there and you go to bed that that's what i want like a coffin a crib yeah yeah like a, oh. like a coffin like like the flight attendant just pushes you into the coffin and then you go to bed but like okay what if like you show up and like then the next person is like seven ten, not seven ten, six ten, um, and then like th- they need to have adequate sizes. Yeah, I worry about the turbulence. That's the only thing. Like, yeah. am I not? Am I like strapped in inside the coffin, or am I like See, bouncing but the around? The beanbag chairs no, would be definitely bolted have. to the ground, and then seatbelts all over, like super sturdy, but it would just be comfy. Hmm. Like I, we more, gotta keep workshopping. Neither of these are a winner. Okay, what's, what's it's based what's, on the concept of like when the pilgrims came over and how they were all on a boat without seatbelts and then so just like an airplane without seatbelts also that might be a thing what's worse turbulence on a plane or waves on a boat waves on a boat i've never been on a cruise so 
well i've never been on a cruise but like i've been on like not big boats but like uh like a decent whatever sailboat type thing that's just and like saying that he loves us <laughs> when when the waves get you like you're way thrown off like the turbulence is annoying on an airplane but you're just you're strapped in and like what are you doing anyway but like on the boat it's like hard to get around on a boat i gotta find my doors so i can get on top of it before everyone takes all the doors yep yep. you gotta Uh, kick everyone else off the door that's that's also an important step so it's it's uh high stakes on a boat um yeah the the boat that they're on is like a mystery theme they have like some just kooky characters here like the cruise director sunny st cloud uh and the captain captain crothers uh, both have terrible, terrible names, um, but also are both like as weird, if not more weird than Skip and Peggy. Like these are weird individuals. Well, Arsenia Hall voices the captain, and that's something that I wanted to point out. That was a oh. little fact that I found that's out. That's cool. Um, but yeah, these are some kooky characters as well. Uh, the captain, oh, not the captain, Sunny St. Cloud always tries to like needle Fred, be like, I, ha- I know your catchphrases, like you can't get away with those here um she she was they they should be on the challenge with the amount of rivalry they had um, <laughs> but they the ups. yeah they all solve all the mysteries uh that they are such buzzkills for the rest of the audiences and then it gets to the fact that someone lost their watch and they solve where the watch was and then the wife comes in it's like honey i found your watch it was under the bed and they were like oh they hate them and I think that's my thing is like, listen, if I'm running a cruise ship that is mystery themed and I see the, the freaking mystery crew, I'm going to be avoiding them with the mysteries because they're obviously going to do a good job. Like to me, what was frustrating was like every single time they just kept doing it to that crew. And it's like, well, yes, they were solving it. But if you just focus on the other guests, then you wouldn't, they wouldn't ruin the experience for everyone. Right. Like. Yeah, I, I feel like the big mistake of this cruise is that all the mysteries are done together. Like, you'd never go into an escape room and then, like, I'd publicly announce the solution outside. So, like, like that would just be so disrespectful. So, like, that's exactly what the mystery team is doing because they could run the same mystery for a different set of people, like an escape room, and then only, like, one set had their time ruined. But instead, like, they're just going out of their way. Uh, I, I thought the sequence was, like, pretty funny. But, yeah, like, it's just terrible escape room etiquette to just say the solution like outside do you think that us could be do escape room movie in the future um maybe yeah i mean escape rooms are hot nowadays we got a jumanji escape room out here oh really yeah people love yeah it's one of the i was like oh we'll go when i move to la we'll go to there and jacob yeah (laughs) and then we'll make our scooby-doo one right next to our uh restaurant of burgers and beds well, one of my uh, like life passions would be to make a prohibition one uh, in Chicago because like I feel like it, that's like the right theme for the city, and I'm shocked there's not like already like an like a prohibition ever, era. My first ever escape room that I did was a prohibition one. It, it was like secret moonshine was being made in like a cabin oh. in the middle of nowhere. It was like in the well, in Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania, when I worked at a summer camp there on a day off. We went there. Well, that's what my dream is to do one in Chicago. I've already like gotten some of the gimmicks for how things will work. Uh, so yeah, that that's that's the plan. That's the honestly support. an escape room cruise where like all the different cabins are escape rooms. Another yeah. one dollar idea, Tommy can have. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down as you speak. All right, um, you only have about nine hundred thousand left to go. 
you have like a Google Doc for it? Like you have everything I, right now? I have them like all that. up. <laughs> Listen, up all in the old noggin. I got all these uh, <laughs> ideas of floating. Um, some some are actually some I don't think are as bad. Yeah, they may be a two dollar idea, but okay, okay. Where is the Adventures of Backpack Girl movie? Uh, that's that's gotta be two dollars, right? Like okay. that sells itself. Okay, uh, Backpack perfect. Girl is wild, but yeah, um, yeah. I you know like 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 bar like I want to do a bar where it's like on the top it looks like Beauty and the Beast library, right? Library galore, and it's a whiskey bar. You go there, you can read books. And you're you're drinking whiskey, and then down below you get sound you soundproof the whole thing, and then down below is a raging sports bar, and you can but once you get down into the sports bar you can't go back up. That's the key too. We locked it. You can't. It's one way door. It's a one way door. Yep. Couldn't they just go outside and go back in? <laughs> no, we'll recognize their faces. <laughs> okay, <laughs> facial recognition, Big Brother technology. Like you will not get back in. Someone comes in with a mustache. Oh, you're cleared. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, yeah, good. You're, yeah. you're good. You're good, man. You're good. Yeah. Although if someone comes in with a mustache, they're probably going to the sports bar. They're probably not going to the whiskey reading uh, section. Yeah. Well, Although, I guess Swanson, it depends on the mustache. Yeah. 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 Um, you got to judge. There's, you're right. Because different mustaches mean different things. Like, like I think a very hefty mustache, that's, that's whiskey. But, yeah. I, you know, um, I think like a curly mustache, that's sports. That's sports bar. For sure. What's the Davis Tumbleweed sure. mustache? What does that indicate? I think he has more of a sports mustache, but okay. I think but he I think would he, be he, more likely to go to the whiskey part. Yes. Okay. That's so this, this is why stereotyping is wrong. Exactly. <laughs> this is the lesson of the book. And that's the thing. We just we'll sit them down afterwards. We'll be like, listen, guys, this was actually just all a lesson. This bar was just a setup just so you guys could learn that uh, stereotyping yep. is not okay. Yeah, there you go. And then you can probably get a grant uh, like from the government to put on that course. That that just became a $3 idea. Look at this. This is, this is why we're here right now. It's just yeah. to help all my ideas. You thought we were going to recap Scooby-Doo. This is a this is a brainstorm session. <laughs> this is Shark Tank. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yes. Who needs Robin Akiva get Shark Tank? And for those reasons, idea. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear um, uh, but i did want to yeah. say about this montage going back to scooby they're doing this yes. montage of, of everything there's one point where fred is in the pool and velma and, and daphne they, they have the idea to throw a bucket of water on he's already in the pool how is that a prank at that point he's already yeah. wet and you're throwing a bucket of water on top of him i agree it's like a very very bad prank uh it, it was would not work designed by his parents they were like oh flirt <laughs> with him like they're like, oh, you'll him. get him so good. Get him wet. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Uh it was raining when I went swimming recently, and someone was like, Wait, what do you mean? It's raining. And I was like, I'm in a pool. Like, what do I care if it's raining? If it's like sprinkling a bit, like as long as there's not like lightning thunder, like I think rain is fine. I'm literally going to be Chicago? in the pool. Uh not in Texas. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I remember what? as a kid, like that happening. Like I lived on a lake, so you go in the lake and there'd be raining. And I always thought it was so cool because I'm like, oh, I'm like, almost, I felt like I was a superhero. I was like, oh, this rain can't affect me when I'm down here. And I look up and like this rain would come. And you in. see the yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Now wow. this begs the age-old question: Is water wet? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Great. Settled. Yeah. but yeah. only when it's raining i, I sometimes mm -hmm. i thought uh, for some reason i thought wet. jacob would would 
like argued to the death that water is not wet. Well, no, I argue on the right side. I would argue to the death that it is wet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. But no, well, see, we maybe that's what they should have. So yeah. yeah, I know. Like that that could have gone somewhere, and now it yeah. can't. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe who, they should have given that mystery to the people on the cruise. Is water wet? That's what they talk about on the econ cruise. Like these, like logical <laughs> questions. I don't. That's not. That's not economics. No, what? I know, but it's like some logic-based question. Economics is way more boring. It's like yeah. it's like uh, about like tax rates and inflation. Yeah. Like I guess it's just macro. Anyway. Uh, no reason talking about it here. Yeah. Uh, we're not but, trying to put people to sleep. Yeah, that's uh, that's Captain Crothers and uh, Sunny St. Cloud's job. Uh, but they, yes, it is. They end up finding Rupert Garcia, a man lost at sea, and he tells them about the ghost pirates and how he's a an astrocartographer. Uh, come on, SAT words. Uh, and <laughs> he he tells them about the ghost pirates and like ghost pirates, and they think it's a mystery, but it's actually not. Meanwhile, another man shows up. This is the man that Tommy referenced earlier. Um, he is taken, he, he comes down, and it's Biff Wellington, an English billionaire who is known to be fun-loving yet eccentric, according to Wikipedia. Um, and that's like the only time we see him until the end, right? Yes. Like, this was such a bad yeah. setup. Like, Th- that's why I kind of gathered who the two people were, because it's like literally we get introduced to the two villains really quick in the beginning and then we never see them again and i'm like well like why why are they there <laughs> yeah yeah like, it, it, it was like pretty sloppy to just be like oh hey like here's a person that's going to end up being bad um yeah the the thing that i got away from biff's character though is that this is a person who just like reeks of new money like that sort of like eccentric like flying a jet pack is so new money yeah not like i should judge but like uh it's, yeah. The jet skis are where it's at, to be honest. Yeah, wait, Jacob, you don't, yeah. you don't fly your jetpack all the time, like uh, just casually fly to the grocery Never. store. Oh. Never. No, I walk like a real, a real. Or you person. bike at five in the morning. <laughs> well, that was yes. I, that was not from the grocery store, but yes, I did do that. Yeah. If I did have a jetpack, I would probably use it everywhere because, like, my friend just got. He lives again like, in a cul-de-sac, and he just got a, a, a golf cart, and he literally takes that thing everywhere. Like he'll, it's just like it's like a power move. You're there, and you have you can just show off your toy. Yeah, is it better than a car though? A golf cart? Yeah. No, but I think it's like it's again extravagant. Like, power you need a car. You don't need a golf cart. So if you're showing off the golf cart, that means you're you're really you're really there. Can't argue with that. That is yeah. that is true. You do not need a golf cart. Yeah, those sort of like things of wealth, like jetpack uh, or golf cart or whatever. It's just like, yeah, this we don't need it, but you know, let's just See, have it. Last night I saw someone riding around in a Segway, and that was a move to go see the fireworks on a Segway. That is quite the move. Yeah, yeah. I've never ridden uh, a Segway. That's that's a life, a small life goal. If it never I've happens, the- that's okay. But <laughs> yeah, I've ridden the thing that's like the scooter, that's like electric, that's like. It's like the thing with the big wheel in the middle. Anyway, I, I rode that, which is like, it's essentially a Segway without the like handholds. Oh, um, like that the, was actually the hoverboard? Pretty nice. It's very easy to get around. Yeah, almost the hoverboard. It, it was like, it's a little more legit than that. I worry about the balance on that. Like that's for me, like I'm not a very balanced person. Yeah. I worry I would just fall off all the time. Uh, I, I did fall off in the chip pretty bad, so that's a very valid concern. Uh, it, yeah, it does I would hurt take Jacob as a skater boy. 
Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I used to play with my tech decks in middle school. Uh, you a wheelies boy? Do you have a uh, wheelies? No, I, I wasn't, but I actually did consider getting some now uh, just because I think it'd be so funny to like roll up to my office and then just like wheelie away from a meeting. Like, I think it would be so, like, that's the new money extravagance I'm, I'm here for. I forgot you- <laughs> what podcast I heard this on, but how would you feel if you went on a first date and the person rolled up in Healy's? <laughs> yeah, so I have a very strong stance on this. If someone rolled up in Healy's, I'm not there for it. <laughs> if I had a good time with them and they rolled away in Healy's, that's okay. But like- okay. When if I have such little information on someone, I just I couldn't I couldn't uh, I couldn't accept the Heelys yet. What would make you walk away first if they rolled up in the Heelys or they rolled up with some Crocs on? Uh, so I actually just bought a pair of Crocs. <gasps> oh no! Uh, he's Jay such bro. an Akiva stand that he literally oh, stops nice. like Akiva. So if what someone rolled Crocs? up in their Crocs, I would just be like, uh, "You're incredible." Uh, this is this is gonna be a fun okay but what if they had crocs and socks um that's my plan crocs and socks (laughs) what are you a shooby uh i got like light blue crocs okay are you gonna get the little like the thing that they talked about on the dr mike podcast with the the gibbet things yeah yeah my 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 face on it so okay to, let, let me back up. Let me wait, just, wait, okay. wait, Will you answer my question? Will you get one with my face on it? If, if they make one, of course I will. Um, let me justify it. I go to work, and when I'm at work, I can't not wear shoes because that's weird. You can't not wear shoes at work. But you can change your regular shoes into Crocs and walk around the office in Crocs, and no one would care. You think that, but maybe someone wouldn't care and judge you secretly. That's fine. If they judge me, they're wrong. They, they are legitimately comfortable. My sister like works on her feet. She like walks around a bunch. She was like wearing them and she was like, no, they're actually comfy. Like try them on. I tried them and I was like, oh, uh, I might Just have to take back my judgment. No, flip- oh my gosh. You don't understand. Felipe, I- you don't get it. Don't get Crocs are better than flip flops. No, that is a stance I will not take. If you, you don't think I'm doing the rest of this flip-flops. podcast in protest. J- Jacob, you wear flip flops to work. You're at your desk. You can't just like push the foot. No one's going to see. No one's going to know. If I'm wearing flip-flops, then that'd be fine. But I wear like, you know, not nice shoes. I wear like legitimate shoes. Yeah. And then flip-flops, when you're walking around, they like flip-flop. Uh, Only if you know how suggest. to, you, you clearly are not talented in muffling the sounds. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Why don't you just buy Crocs, which are more comfortable and don't have the sound? <laughs> I think Tommy's on team flip-flops. I'm I'm with Crocs not on a first date. I'm like I'm with Crocs, and Jacob has convinced me by his pitch. It's hard for me because I'm remote working, so like for me, I I can not wear shoes. Um, There you go. Well, and that's what I did for so long. You know, in remote work, you don't wear shoes, and then like they want you to go in the office and wear shoes, and it's like, no, I don't want to. Don't you have your? You can't go back now. Uh, no, I'm, I'm back in like the office proper, so I yeah. actually have to wear shoes. shoes off and then when you get up, put your shoes back on. I mean, look, when my Crocs come in and I'm rocking them, everyone will be jealous. Mm-hmm. When you get office Crocs, like you, you know, then it's I think promotion. he's just doing this to try to kiss up to Akiva. Does Akiva even wear Crocs? Yeah, someone's clearly not a fan of NGOG. If he doesn't, he 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 most I could see him being a fan. He of talks Crocs. about his Crocs all the time. 
Oh, right. I did not know that. I okay. Yeah. Fake fan, fake fan. Do you want me to edit <gasps> this out? Wow. No. No, I'm a real fan. No, you clearly didn't know that his his Croc lifestyle. Idea. What if we take Crocs and we start like putting ads on them for all of our bi- our one dollar businesses? We'll put them on the side oh. of the Croc. Literally get gibbets with all our podcasts on them. That yeah, I like the idea of like promotional stuff for Crocs. I know like okay. uh, companies at one point would like pay you to put something on your back windshield. Like I feel like your feet get so much attention, especially in Crocs. I feel like yeah, okay. that's an untapped market. In an unrelated but somewhat related story, is it too self indulgent to buy a sweatshirt with your podcast logo on it and then wear it around work and be, have people be like, "What's that?" And then you just advertise it. So, I think it it depends. This is a big it depends. If it is the logo that like you use, I think that's fine because it's like it is a thing in itself. And it's not just like self-promotion. It's also like a cool logo. I feel like like the little like dragon thing. I feel like if you just had like your face or something, like I'm not I'm not about that. I don't know. I think your face was also there. Uh please don't put my face on a podcast. You'd have to get his permission. Yeah, you do not have the rights to Jacob's face. Um, I mean, no, you you have the rights, but don't do it. Like, like I won't sue you. But just like so, Navi, Will, and I were actually talking about maybe making your face a logo for our other podcast. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. You bully me on that podcast too often. You listen to that podcast? I'm so yes. Oh I was God. there once, and and I you got brought up so many times. Yeah, well, yeah, that they were actually coming for me. That that was the one where Felipe was like actually making fun of me. <laughs> That's every podcast. <laughs> Oh my god. But you said um, I asked you, I said don't listen to this. I I may have heard you. You're just like, no, I love this. No, was yeah, it was it wasn't as bad as I thought. When you said that like it was very bad, I was like, oh no, like what did he say? Um, but I no one snitch that. tag, that's fine. I'm not upset. Yeah. Uh what I was gonna say about the, the sweatshirts myself, though is uh I think if you're not selling other sweatshirts, right? If you're selling them and then you're like wearing it to work and you're like guys buy my sweatshirt if it's yeah. just for you i think that's totally cool because like okay. it's like it's like me wearing an infinity train shirt like i'm okay. promoting the show but i'm not gaining any like i'm not gaining money i'm not you know okay but then you're not asking one to buy it. that that is that's totally right it, okay. because you're not like being like oh yeah and you can buy this too if you want like it's yeah okay I think there should be like a podcast negotiation thing where like every time, like if you buy, have to buy things in bulk, you give it to other podcasters and then when they buy merch, they give you some of their merch and you just like promote it. Like a, like a, uh, what's that swap that, you know, like Saturday swap or something, you know, that Yankee swap. Well, it's like this thing where all these people come, they bring their stuff and then you swap with other people. Um, A swap me. Mm -hmm. Swap me. Yeah. Could be a podcast swap me. That, that. that would actually be kind of fun. Yeah, I would be here for it. Um, maybe, maybe I could steal Jacob's uh, Indian there cross stitch. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, that, I have I, my I own. Like it's that okay. One too much. Mine, mine's yeah. cooler than yours. Um, so yeah, so Bill Wellington shows up and he decides to stay on the ship, but we never see him again. Meanwhile, the gang goes to a costume party dinner, and we see tons of costumes that Scooby and Shaggy try on. They try on leprechauns. And then Sonny is like, no, that's the Soprano family who has that. And then they try on another outfit. And it's like, no, that's the that's the Pizzullo family who's wearing that. Um, and then, like, the chicken outfit is what they end up doing. So uh, 
what did you think of them as chickens? <laughs> they didn't want to be the horse because n- neither of them wanted to be the patoot. Yeah, I, I don't know why what kind of costume party can't have duplicates. Uh, like, right? That's just kind of lame. Like, I, I feel like that's a nice way to connect with people. Be like, oh, we have the same costume. I, I don't feel like that's a negative, actually. See, I understand it a little bit. So I have a thing where if I go to a restaurant with people, I wait to order last. I don't like to order the same thing as someone else. Okay. I like. <laughs> but what if everyone orders all your favorite foods and then you're stuck? Like if it's like there's only six items in the restaurant and there's five friends and then you're the only one who you have to order like. Yeah, if I have to, I will. I'm just saying like my preference is to try to order. So like if I'm between two dishes and I hear my friend first go with one of the other ones, I'm like, okay, I'll just go with, with the one. <laughs> Are you the type of person that would share the dish and be like, oh, can I have yeah. a bite of yours so I can try it? Okay, yeah, that's totally reasonable. So that's like my preferred method would be like, you know, I'm going to get like what I want and you can get what you want and we'll like both taste so we can like know what's best. Um, but if you're part of people who won't share, then that's just like, that'd be tragic if you wanted a dish and now you're stuck eating like chopped liver because like yeah. they like stole it- all the good food. It's nothing of like me being like, oh man, I'm eating the same dish as someone else. This is like, now I feel less special. It's more like we're at a restaurant, maybe for the for the first time ever and, and never yeah. going to go again. If I'm like in a city that I've never been to before, I want to try as much on their menu as possible, uh, or at least have our group try as much. Even if I don't get to try someone else's dish, it's like, oh, I can talk to Felipe and be like, Felipe, how was your uh, hamburger? And he can tell me how the dish was. Even if yeah, as opposed good. to everyone being like, oh yeah this salad was great. Oh yeah. It was great for me too. End of conversation. Yeah. Okay. But then if you liked someone else's dish better, are you going to be bold and be like, do you want to trade and then hope that they like your dish better? Or are you going to be like, Nope, I got what I got and have to stick with it. No, I think you take a note for next time. And it's just like, listen, this was the fate that I picked. You know, I went down, it's like an escape room. I went down one path and I gotta, I gotta now take that path and uh, accept my fate. Yeah, I, I respect that. I feel like the trades can work out sometimes. You know, like if, if like someone tries my food, like, oh, that's so good. And I like theirs. I'd be like, let's switch. Uh, and, you know, sometimes people don't want it. They want to have what they got, even if they like something else more. But, yeah. you know, put yourself out there. Get You deserve the best meals. Yeah, treat yourself. Um, <laughs> exactly. But they, uh, they yeah, can't but the, wear this, the same co- costumes as other people. Yeah, I was going to say this costume party itself is like just – pretty lame as a whole like yes it's a costume party but they're just sitting around eating dinner like i don't know then they have this magician show up or a hypnotist yeah. show up like uh, that's tonight's entertainment yeah yeah should i start doing that just for like casual dinners like oh i'm just eating dinner with my roommates let's have a costume party for for dinner do you yeah. know who voiced this um this mr mysterio is this the ron perlman himself? one no uh, Who's, Ron Perlman was in this. I yeah, don't. Yeah, he was Biff Wellington and Captain Skunkbeard. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, the pirate. Yeah, of course. Isn't Ron Perlman kind of canceled? Or no, is it someone else? Don't think so. I don't know. I'm so behind on these things. I like people will tell me stuff. They're like, "Oh, don't you know that this person's done this?" And I'm like, "I did not know that." But this is awful. So now I just tried never to talk about Ron Perlman's wife. His name's Opal, and she's a jewelry designer. Apt. Oh no, he uh, he he announced his via Facebook that he intended to run for U.S. president in 2020, but then he endorsed Kamala Harris. Okay, so he's not canceled. Never mind. I'm thinking I'm confusing him with someone else. Maybe there should be a podcast on like keeping people updated on who's canceled. I would. That is like a two dollar idea at least. I would legitimately $5. love that. Yes. Because I don't want it to, have to be too long. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't want to have to read all the news myself, but I just want to have like a scale from one to five. You say the person's name. I don't even need to know what they did. You just say scale of one to five. How canceled are they? Yep. Yeah, I think that'd be helpful because like, yeah, right. There's like so many networks that I'm not, I think it's like, if you're in that bubble, you'll know. But like, there's some people I'm not in that. I'm not looking at that area. So I'm never going to know what they did or, you know, what happened to them. Exactly. Like I was like listening as I don't even remember the artist, but I was listening to some artists. My sister was like, oh, you know, they're canceled, right? And I was like, no, I, how would I know that? They showed up on like a Spotify playlist two years ago and I put one of their songs in my playlist. Like, Which why would I keep up with them as well? Um, what'd you say, Felipe? Which artist was it? I don't remember. Was I can Melanie, Melanie Martinez. That's, that's my guess. Based on uh, no, like... no, it, it was some, it was some band. So like, apparently it was like the drummer was canceled and like, it was like, why would I know about the drummer from this band? Like, yeah. see that, that gives me a question of like something I've always had with like, like with a band, right? If like the drummer's canceled, do we have to cancel everyone? So like, every, like the guitarist who's like been straight edge, like he now can't be promoted because of the one person's mistakes, you know? I think ideally you just like kick the drummer out, get a new yeah. drummer. Like yeah. then it's just like this person was bad. And like, yeah, that I that's, I think what should happen. But apparently they didn't get rid of the drummer. This is, this is all like silly gossip because I don't even remember the band. So like- yeah. This like, is really, why we need the podcast. So it's, it's not silly gossip anymore. Actually, it's like, it was the Wiggles. Yeah. It was the Wiggles. <laughs> um, but so Mr. Mysterio hypnotizes everybody. Uh, he picks out Shaggy and Scooby. And let's just back up a bit because Scooby and Shaggy have had encounters with this man all throughout this movie. And he's like hella creepy, but he picks him specifically to demonstrate his powers, but they're immune to hypnotism. In my theory, Whatever they did in the reluctant werewolf, they were under that moon. It blocked the hypnotist powers. But you know, I think if you do enough drugs throughout your lifetime, uh, your brain chemistry is different than other people, and I think they have hit that threshold, and then some, and so they are immune. It should That's... be like just it, uh, truthfully, should people have called ASPCA and protected Scooby? Can you? Because they're giving dogs drugs. Who, who's they? Like, should someone in all these movies we've encountered have called the ASPCA protect Scooby? Because Scooby is um, on drugs. And I feel like that's Scooby not seems pretty capable. Okay. That's the thing. I think it's a different situation because Scooby can talk. So he can, yeah. he can be like, hey, I want the drugs. Okay. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Scooby or Shaggy have ever seen a me hiding in the bushes of Jacob Redman? Felipe. Oh my God, Tommy just, just does not know the story. He just Tommy thinks it's so weird. The, the, this is like the, from a while story. ago. The, okay, so one of my friends did uh, did like uh, some some, some hard drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he did some drugs, and then he was telling me that my me, uh, <laughs> like we had a we in the college dorm. He said my yeah. me was chasing him around with a knife, hiding behind bushes. And then, so he would like walk around corners trying to find my me so he could beat my me up. And then he was like laying in bed and he was like, I'm going to kill your me. And I was like, oh my God. Anyway, so I hope that he, they don't do drugs that are that much, but here's the moral quandary I want to get into. Um, okay, so Tommy said, because Scooby can talk, we can give Scooby drugs. Parrots can talk. If I train a parrot to say, give me drugs, <laughs> is it animal abuse? <laughs> Maybe you need like a full interview with them. Like they gotta prove okay. more than just like, like the statement. Like it's gotta be like, hey, this is I am fully aware of what these do. I okay. 
I know what I am putting my body through. Okay, perfect. New life goal. The train Get the parrot. <laughs> yeah, to have enthusiastic consent towards drugs. To drugs. Okay. Are you going to try that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's probably a revenue loser, though. So, Tommy, you should not steal that idea. Like, it probably will cost you money in legal fees. So that's not a $1 idea. Well, what yeah. if, okay, maybe it's like one of those where it's like uh, risk-benefit. What if we... Uh, we train the parrot, so we'll lose some money, but then we get the parrot on America's Got Talent. Oh. And then we gain back that money and more. There you go. It's like a, it's a big swing. It's either yeah. like a, a $3 loss or a $5 gain. That's what we're, <laughs> that's what we're going for. America's Got Talent, only five bucks for that prize. <laughs> yep. Yep. But then it's a well, I wasn't expecting to win. Interest, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I just getting, I'm getting some like endorsements. Like I'm, I maybe make it to like eighth place, maybe. Uh, yep. And, yeah, but then that's okay. a $2 idea, right? In the end of the day, because if you lose three and then gain five, but then there's right. a Well, that, that also implies 100% success for the parrot. Uh, that, that means you must get a talented parrot. Should, can we, should we put a Twitter poll for the people to name the parrot? <laughs> to name the parrot we're going to give drugs to. Um, uh, parrot and parrot mm, Maybe. Maybe we can yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, they, they give lots of drugs to this audience. They like... Uh, they That's hypnotize the them all. Well, they they hypnotize everyone. Yeah, but they're not on drugs. Otherwise, there's got to be immune. something in the air or something in the water. Okay. In the food, um, yeah. Do you yeah. okay? First of all, like this guy just shows up, and no one really like they don't really even introduce him. Like it's like this whole thing felt sketchy about this guy because like it just he just shows up hypnotizing again. You never really see him again. He's just gone, and like that gave me red flags if i was there i'd be like i want to see your id i want to know that you work for this like cruise line show me your hypnotism license please uh yes. if you're not licensed hypnotist you need to leave um yeah have you yeah. have either of you ever been hypnotized i have not i have not have you tommy i have not but i've been so i worked at a camp and they every year they would bring back this hypnotist and uh, i've watched it numerous times so from what i've talked to people who went through it from what i've heard it's like you got to be between sleep and awake you can't you can't go fully to sleep it's like that limbo and how it comes across is like you hear the voice and like it just sounds like it's like the best idea in your head so whatever he suggests you're like a hundred percent on board for um and then one person told me it was scary one person was like no i felt like he was yelling at me and like if i didn't do it i was gonna get in trouble I'm like oh that sounds like a bad time <laughs> like that's not yeah. fun yeah no that's that's not the the good type of trip you want to go on in the hypnotism realm but, but you definitely have to be open to the idea if you're not open you're it's not gonna work on you it's like you yeah. have to yeah if you're rolling up and you're like all right it's not gonna work like whatever do your best then they're gonna try and you're gonna be like see it didn't work but like that's no fun yeah, I, I don't think I'm probably the prime person to get hypnotized, though. Uh, I, I, I think I'm probably a little too skeptical of it that I would, I would bet that I would, uh, yeah, I, I bet that I'd be impervious to the hypnotism. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then they, uh, they, they roll up uh, and we get the ghost pirates back. Uh, this is someone that we saw again, you know, they didn't have the ghost pirates for a while, but now uh, we, we see them, unlike Biff or mr mysterio um and yeah the the ghost pirates here and what was the the other person's name like the sidekick do you remember the ghost pirates yeah uh, uh here I, I have it somewhere else okay. oh wally 
or Wally. I don't know how it's pronounced. Wood, wooden leg Wally. Yeah. 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 I, I was a fan of, I was a fan of that character. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, the sidekick of pirates are always better than the main pirate. Yeah. Like uh, Peter Pan, Captain Hook and. Uh... And Shmi, right? Yep. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Like Captain Hook. Fine. But like you give someone that much character to be a sidekick and they're always going to be more interesting. I maybe not you know this isn't all situations but i think sidekicks i mean gaston and uh uh lefou lefou yeah i love lefou yeah i i actually love gaston like i know it's like toxic masculinity and like he's kind of like a shitty person but that song where he's like just gassing himself up i love it did everyone have a song to guess themselves up, like a little hype song? Yeah, I, I think the world would be a better place if everyone had like a LeFou to give you a hype song and like be like, no, you're actually the best in the world. But I think the issue is it never would live up to Gaston's. Like Gaston's over here saying how many eggs he eats a day. Like mine would be like, I don't know, I make a peanut butter and jelly and eat it for <laughs> lunch. Like, look at him, he's so great. No, see, see, mine would not be about like what I eat. It'd be like, oh, he's like, he's living his most comfortable life. Like, you know, he gets away with Crocs. Like that would be my hype up song and I would own it. And I'd say, yes, I do get away with Crocs. I can do that. Uh, right. Felipe, we were talking about getting into our hype up songs like Gaston um, and how mine would be all comfort all day. That's, that's all I need. That's a song. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and my hype up song. Okay. Um, anyway, we were talking about the, the pirates coming back. People get kidnapped. Uh, they leave. Uh, I don't. I didn't really have much else to say about the, well, the pirates. The, they believe that that Fred's dad is Rupert because he's, the one of the things was Rupert, he was wearing Rupert's clothes to pretend to be a castaway for the dress up costume party, mm-hmm. which is so rude to wear someone like, else's clothes. Yeah, clothes. like also what clothes? Did you don't think that he asked? No, no, I don't think oh. Skip knows. He did roll up with Rupert, him. so like I feel like if Rupert was not okay with it, True. then. Yeah, he would have been like... You know he's just stretching his clothes because, let's be real, Skip is a bigger yeah. fella. That, that's definitely true. But maybe he has some clothes he's, like, ready to get rid of anyway. It's like, you know, why not let him go to the costume party? It's more fun anyway. Yeah. I bet you, uh, uh, I bet you Peggy, like, like uh, did some stitching and, and loosened mm, up that clothes. Because, yeah. yeah, there's no way he's spinning in that yeah. just as is. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Um, but the pirates kidnap everyone except for the gang. Uh, so we are also met. We meet uh, Captain Skunkbeard and his first mate Wally. Yeah, yeah. We, um, that's how that's how we started talking about Gaston. As we were talking about the the sidekicks are better than the main characters. I mean Yago and for sure. Oh, that's true. Aladdin. Also the hyenas. Yep. Um, oh, mm. Scar is pretty tough. Scar is actually pretty okay. pretty badass. Yeah, but we stand Ed in this house. Um, yeah. Who else? Trying to think. Any other iconic sidekicks? Dory. I feel like finding. Oh Nemo. yeah. Dory. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like villains only. Okay. No, oh yeah, I guess yeah. if we're talking about villains. Uh... Well, because I I do think that villains the sidekick is better because like heroes like you could miss me with that Robin like stuff. I, I'm bored. Like Robin's like no, but yeah. Batman's cool. Um, yeah, and there are like a bunch of other other superhero like types where the sidekick's like pretty lame. Yeah, War Machine. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Sidekicks. Mantis, is she a sidekick? For the yeah, film? you you like yeah. I don't I don't think. like Mantis, so yeah, I'm trying to think any other 
sidekicks that are iconic. Oh, uh, uh, Battlestar. Rest in peace. Was it much? Should better? we get? Should we get a sidekick ranking going at some point? Sure. Yeah. Sidekick right. bracket. I'll get it going. Sidekick bracket. Yeah, I I'm there for that. I mean, uh, Karen is pretty iconic. Plankton's not as is more iconic than Karen, but Karen's a pretty iconic sidekick. That's true. I I'd still like Plankton's still like Plankton's still number one, but still a bit ahead. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so all of these people are gone. Uh, they are like on the ship. They realize that it's not like part of the like ship gimmick anymore. Uh, they like know it's like okay, like back to work mode, I guess. Um, and they this is when they see like the glowing trail. Is that right? And they yeah they get back to like the the like secret underground uh, like dock the secret harbor yeah then they find Rupert's old ship um, yeah all of this part was so weird like they were talking about like the the like different powers and all, like all this stuff everything that happened in this scene I was just like what on earth like they they did not bridge the gap between the two different like uh, parts of the movie very well yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember the first part more. And this part, I was like, oh, okay. Like, to me, this was very, like, um, while watching, I was like, okay, they, they find the pirates. And th- this kind of blended slash forgot about this whole following the trail to the ship stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure. all over the place. And then especially, like, when you get the technology involved, like, okay, this is makes sense. Plus, the Bermuda Triangle part of it drops pretty quickly. Um, so, but they find Rupert's old ship. And they take them aboard their galleon. What? Galleon? what is that? Yeah, I don't know what that word means. It's a, it's a type of ship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what. I didn't. I never went on a boat. No, that's a side. I've been on boats, but I'm not a, a boat expert. I, I only know that from the Civilization video game, because uh, you'd like that was like one of the first ships that you'd build. Uh, is it a battleship? Uh, no, it, it's like a little crummy wooden ship. It's yeah, like yeah, it's literally like nothing. Yeah, it's like the first ship you build. Like they're totally crap as soon as battleships come in. Um, I don't think it can get into the deep sea. No, it can't. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's a trash ship. Is it like the little row 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 your boat built? No, it's better. So I think that one's called a caravel. Uh, It's not as bad as the ice cream one. Uh, Caravel ice cream cakes. Yeah. Things. That might be a northeastern. Oh yeah, I think it might be. I've not heard of that. Uh, well uh, yeah i mean i'm with you this was like a it was like a fine ship his i think yeah. looked a little more impressive than the civilization ones but um, yeah. yeah yeah but then we get this whole backstory that they're looking to find a meteor of mystic power that has all the tri- that is the source of the bermuda triangle's power it fell into the triangle 200 years ago and could be pinpointed because of rupert's skills as an astrophotographer also i think there's money in the ship in the in the in the crater as well like there's like i think i thought it was worth something yeah i thought that yeah because it's like full of power right yeah this was very weird that they like tried to give this such a rational explanation that they were like really like digging into i i kind of yeah i don't know i would have rather they like keep mystery alive like when when they went to loch ness like they they like disproved the whatever thing like the gimmick but then they're like oh no like nessie might be real like here they like gave a really scientific explanation and it just like was confusing i i there was part of the for most of the movie i was convinced that like this is one of those like blending of like fantasy and like mystery 
where like kind of like a zombie island but no this one was like just some like there was a, just a little bit with the meteor but everything else was very scientific and i don't know yeah. i maybe i would have preferred it if it was just like they leaned into the fantasy yeah because it's like they want you to believe in it for 90 percent of the movie and then at the end they're like no like it's all fake and it's like well yeah okay because even with the meter, they're like, oh, I don't know. It could be a, a, a tall tale or it could be true. You'll never know <laughs> until later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's always how these movies go. It's like, oh, we'll never be able to figure this out until 15 minutes from now when we figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Then like, so after they get here, they like, I, I believe they like get back on the ship. Uh, is that right? And they like start to, they start to like see stuff. Uh yeah, they like explore. They see like all of these like ghosts. The, the, all this whole thing. My notes are clearly very bad on this, but this whole thing, I was just like, okay, yada yada. Like, when are we gonna start getting a chase scene? When are we yeah. getting a fight? Yeah, this well, was where the movie dragged the most. Yeah, they basically get they get captured. I think they get tied up next to Skip, and like they kind of realize since around the point they realize that a he needed the painting to find out where the meteor is, the, the painting mm-hmm. that was in Rupert's yep. ship. And then they think that Skip is Rupert. So that's why they captured Skip and not Rupert to get them to the, the meteor spot. Imagine thinking that Buffoon had an astrophotography degree. Yeah, like all you have to How- do is talk to him for five seconds. And you're like, oh, wrong guy. My bad, my bad. Dude, also, sorry. didn't like Biff Willington meet Skip at some point yeah. or no? uh i don't know he you know he's rich he he doesn't like mess with the common folk he probably forgot his name immediately yeah i also like to think like it's two personas like when biff gets into captain skunk beard he forgets everything he knew as biff he's a whole new person oh that would be quite unfortunate um yeah yeah that that's sort of like multiple personalities uh that'd be tough to manage yeah well that's i mean that's basically they told him he was basically the reincarnation of this this captain so yeah yeah um yeah that the, they like uh they do whenever they're captured i do like how they're all like coming out i think the pirates coming do out. look kind of cool sorry down the hatch reference i do love the, the pirates really give me pirates of the caribbean vibe yeah. i think that's why i like this too is like it does give me that like oh pirates of the caribbean also can we it. talk about the animation like this movie looks really good like some of the sunset scenes like they like yeah the coloring that they do I really like this movie compared to a lot of the other Subidus, like in terms of like what they do with details and painting. And I don't know what the technical term, but the animation looks really cool in this movie specifically. Yeah, I, I agree. Like they, they never have that moment where like they try to get too computerized. Cause like it is like 2006 when this movie came out. So like, yeah. it's not really like quite far enough to where you could just like fully have it all be like computery, like 3D. Um, without looking like trash and i'm glad they just like gave it a very simple style i feel like it makes the animation a lot better and i forgot to mention this movie i always like to do the when it came out direct to dvd september 19th 2006 and just like this podcast there was a little bit of a break between the where's my mummy and this movie because that came out in may 2005 this one was september 2006 so honestly we're just going off of the scooby calendar when we record (laughs) podcasts sometimes yeah, exactly. Uh, that's surprising. It takes a Scooby movie more than a year to make. I would think you could pump out like three or four direct DVD movies a year. Yeah. No, this is gold. You know how long it took them in this writer's room to come up with this plot? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's actually it the same crew. Time. I'm it's the same crew I'm using to come up with my uh, one dollar ideas. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
So then like things will show up at the beginning and they'll never appear until the very end. Yeah. Perfect. Like the Perfect. lesson on that. Yeah. Like, it's like at the, it's like, you think it's one thing and then right at the end, I'll be like, Oh no, this is actually, and everything's educational. So cause I gotta get sponsored by the government. So it's going to be like, yep. Oh, this is a murder mystery thing. Oh, but actually this is educational. The dangers of knives. And exactly. I tell exactly. them that the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The get that grant money. Just watch knives out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there are better movies for the dangers of knives. Like nope, just Scream. knives out now. That's that's the number oh, one. Oh, knives out. Did you not see all that right. chair with all the knives? I did, and it never hurt anyone. But like Scream, like people get chopped up. Yeah, like like slashing all. Or anyways. Ratatouille. Did you see what those <laughs> knives did to the vegetables? That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a carrot is as strong as your pinky finger. So what? imagine what it could do. To, that is like, not, not true. Have you not heard this before? No, has Tommy? Okay. I have not, but here, I'm not surprised by it. I, here, here's, the, here's the fun fact. if you push your pinky into the table, it will not break like a carrot would. Because your brain won't let you. It, it takes the same amount of force to bite down on a carrot as it does to bite down on your pinky, but your brain won't let you bite down on your pinky hard enough to bite it off. No, no, I think your pinky's stronger. I, okay. I'm going to side. Science disagrees. Fine, I'm siding okay. with Jacob again. no. Wait, I, I science think... is on my side. You're siding with science, Tommy. No, I will get Leon a PhD on Jacob, you are science now. This is I, yeah, <laughs> I am science. Someone tweet at Liana RHAP and ask her. Wait, I can I can find you the article. This is like no, a super I actually weird. have heard. I only trust Dr. Liana PhD. All right. I do I do know the whole like biting thing of like like you can't hurt yourself because your brain won't let you in certain ways. Like it's like you like you can't like eat your skin because your brain like will physically not let you watch me uh, <laughs> on a podcast live let's go <laughs> yeah i will bite my finger for 500 dollars on a podcast no no we're only working in increments of one two and five yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's too many dollars it's too good of an idea uh see, we can't motivational speak about this, like this tommy uh, tommy tidbits um what is this this like diagram or this this method it's it's very anti-capitalist we're just trying to get that speaker money baby i'm just saying like yeah like how much worse of a draw is it to like hear my two thousand five hundred dollar ideas like million dollar one dollar ideas or one million one dollar ideas is so much better of a brand kind of reminds me of that children's book if you give a mess a cookie this is like if you give a tummy a dollar he'll want another if a million of you give me a dollar, I'll be a millionaire. And he can stop the whole thing. No more and ideas. And you probably won't need to pay taxes on each dollar. So that's true. Because if it comes, yeah, if it, if it like your prize money comes one dollar at a time, I agree. I don't think they can tax you on it. Yeah. No, I think Especially it's if it's a Venmo. Well, yeah. Okay, but you're also Venmo's saying a on a podcast. Allegedly. So. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. This is all hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jacob's favorite word, allegedly. But anyways, they, they enter the heart of the triangle um, and they begin to see past ghosts from the triangle, uh, including the Flight 19, USS Cyclops, and even a sea serpent. So, like, these are... So, the Flight 19 was a... Uh, it was like an aircraft um, and the Cyclops, they both... They're like real historical things because they have Wikipedia links. Uh, did any of you do this reading or know of these things? Or... Uh- I kind of know about the flight. It was like some training thing and then they like went off course and they like disappeared forever and they're like never to be found again. Yeah. Um, 
I, I assume a similar thing happened with the USSS, USS Cyclops. Like, that's my guess is that it's like the same thing. Like, they were probably training or something and like all of the crew's gone and like no one's ever heard of them again. That yeah. That's my guess. And the sea yeah. serpent. Maybe it's Nessie. Maybe. Or maybe it's Luca and Alberto. But that also could be true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like this was like cute, I guess. Um, but I, I think it's much more fun when they get to like the next scene where it's like everyone's captured and getting revealed. So yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun. They manage to escape. They explore below deck. They find some projections um, as well as like some technology that like robotic technology. And it's not lost on me that there's a Mysterio character here with some basic, like, proto-drones that they have. Proto-Droa? Drona? I'm trying to make a protozoa joke, but no, didn't work. Nope. Uh, yeah, essentially, Mysterio has one move, and that is to, like, project fake realities. Uh, that's, that's all Mysterio can do. Illusions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yep. then they use the projections to their... Uh, advantage uh, with after they pull up the meteor, they engineer the trap. It fails because nothing can go right in this universe. Then the pirates try to attempt to recapture the game. We also um, with uh, with Fred's mom. Currently, she is Sea Salt Sally. Um, maybe if she had a tea shop, she would be salty. Sea salty, salty, yeah, yeah, exactly. Tommy, or if you had salt- a tea, if you had a tea shop, what would you name it? Um. Teapot yeah. Tommies. Teapot. Oh, that's great. Teapot and the whole Tommies. thing would be shaped like a giant teapot. Would you be like Britta in the community episode? That's actually how I pour every single customer's drinks. <laughs> I <laughs> do the whole thing. Uh, you know, she's really missing out. If you name yourself Sea Salt, you got to be like Sea Salt Taffy. Like, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Maybe Tammy. Yeah. If you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or Terry. Any of any of those would be better. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Sea Salt Sally. I, the alliteration I like. What are I'll your pirate you. names? If you don't know off the top of your head, I can ask John John to get us a meme in like twenty minutes. Um, my pirate name. Oh, like it's like yeah. gonna be the what? Like my middle name. No, 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 name no. no. Was like... I was asking for you to come up with one originally, but then if you can't come uh, up yeah, with yeah. one, then I'll ask John John to do one of those. Um, I feel like. I feel like I would do well with one arm and a hook. Um, I feel like that would be my pirate persona. So maybe I, I'd be something like, uh, like I don't know, Jake the Hookmaster. I I can't think of Jake anything. and the Neverland Pirates. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no, Jacob's uh, actually what? Hondo Onaka. That's his pirate persona. Yep, love it. More more Star Wars stuff. Uh, yeah. Who does anyone else have a, a name they'd go with? Um, Archie. <laughs> I feel like that'd get very boring to have to uh, to say every time for the joke. I feel like Captain's always it always has to do with beards. Like it's Captain Skunk Beard, and, and, and uh, Kids Next Door was Captain Sticky Beard. Like they love yeah. beards. But see, th- there's just no way that I would be. Um, there's no way that I would be a captain. Like I gotcha. am the side character, so. I, I know my place. Oh, you know what? My my, I would be the Flying Dutchman. That would be my pirate persona. I, I found a pirate named Generator. Uh, okay. My name is Dick Scurvy Sailor Jones. Oh. Sounds like an SPL. Uh, 
yeah i'm not sure that that's like actually a desirable thing to to be called well that's the thing right we, the whole time we'll go as this pirate name and in the last 10 minutes we'll be like this was actually an educational purpose teaching you about yep. stds that's how we <laughs> did them mine is diamond brown teeth bentley no i don't like okay Mar- marston the snake charlton that's my pirate name Jacob right. is Wayne Wraith Barbarian Booth. I, I've Tom- got Tommy as Patty Big and Brazen Salt. Oh, nice. Yeah. Patty. See, for, Tom- for Tommy, I got Patty Salt. I got Weatherby Treasure Striker Beard. Treasure wow. Beard is Captain Treasure Beard is not a bad name. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. See, I, I'd, I'd be I on the be Peter Pan beard. side. I'd be a lost boy. I wouldn't be a pirate. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I I would be I would be either a fox or a bear. Jacob would definitely be a pelican. I don't know why. That's what. What? To me right now. I'd like to, if I was on a pirate ship, I would like to be a cannonball. Like the guy's in charge of the cannonballs and stuff. Oh yes. Um, do you, off the top of your head, know what the sides of the boat are? I know they're. I don't remember which one is which, but which one is the starboard and which one is the, the port? The poop deck. So, so I know, port, I port is left. Port is left because it's uh, same letters. Port is left. Like L E F T P O R T. Left port. He's what, saying that what, it's the same letters when you spell port. It's P-O-R-T. Like port's the left side of the boat if you're looking yeah. at the front, and starboard's the right side. Wait, but the letters. That's how you remember it. It's like they're remembering each other. Yeah. Wait, but what do you mean the letters? There's left and port don't have the same letters. They have the same number of letters. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, no, they don't have the same letters. <laughs> Jacob, are you okay? I was about to have to like share screen and literally draw a picture because like I I didn't know how to explain it more clear. <laughs> Joe, that that helped me finally. I, I will admit this: for the longest time, I never knew my odds or my evens. But then someone told me that odd has three letters in it, and even has four, and that that now helps me. Yep, I I agree. That's very helpful. the The port and starboard thing I learned recently, and I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. It's like the same way that like if you're setting a table, the fork goes on the left and the knife goes on the right, because like the same same number of letters, Felipe, number. My favorite one is the remembering how many days, how many months have 31 days. It's like the, oh, the, knuckles. the knuckles. Yeah. yeah. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. And then you have to go back. So August. <laughs> yep. So, yep. yep. Exactly. Um, All these fun memory tricks that no one could see and probably not understand. Listen, what is podcasting if not tangents? True. It's then, true. So they engineer the trap. And Captain Skunkbeer, uh, well, they end, end up being captured by Scooby and Shaggy because they are the real MVPs of this movie. Captain Skunkbeer is actually Wellington. Wally is Mysterio. The pirates are just hypnotized cruise guests. And Rupert shipmates as well also past conquests of the pirates. Um, and Wellington basically is like Mysterio convinced him that he was the reincarnation of the pirate from years ago. So was Wellington hypnotized or did he do this on his own volition? No, he was hypnotized. Okay, that's what I assumed, but I wasn't. In, yeah, I didn't think I he was hypnotized. I thought that Mysterio like just convinced him. It was like, hey, I know the secret about your family because he seemed way more knowledgeable than the the other ones. Just growled like the hypnotized yeah. people were like arg and stuff. Like he was able to have a vocal conversation. If I think this guy just came to him was like, I am convincing you with my words. Oh, like yeah. using he like incepted him, like got him to believe it himself. That'd yes. be that'd be like better. Because it is a little weird. Like, you don't actually need the rich guy that, like, seems evil to be the same one. 
as like um as a person you're convincing so um yeah i i, I think that I, I like that more that mysterio just like convince him with words yeah because yeah. mysterio knew that this was gold all along solid gold meteors exactly it was a golden opportunity way better than the meteor and joe dirt uh, not not a nice meter in that one. What's Joe Dirt? Oh, Joe Dirt. Oh man, this is like early two thousands. Uh, David Spade's in it. It's not a great movie by any means. Uh, yeah, I, I would. Speaking not of canceled, I feel like David Spade is canceled, right? Is David? He's, he's maybe. Like, I don't know. Netflix. I don't know. I know. Need that podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Gosh. he? Like, didn't he say like? Didn't he like size shame Jamal from Survivor or something? I feel like that was a thing. David Spade made fun of someone on Survivor. Jamal, this is this is all this is all okay. beyond anyway. me. I don't know. This is gonna be fruitless. So Mysterio, uh, oh, and he tells them that the meteor could be used to teleport back in time. Like he thinks he's share or something, but okay. Uh, Mysterio used this ruse to get Wellington to finance the search for the meteor, and the crew were just hypnosis victims under Mysterio's power. And Mysterio's motive was that the meteor itself was pure gold, and he was gonna steal it and make himself rich. But then Scooby stopped him. Um, also, at this point, we find out that Sea Salt Sally is um, Peggy, and she tries to get um, Skip to walk the plank, but it's stopped, obviously. I don't know. Is it weird that I feel like walking the plank and jumping off, it just feels like a giant diving board? Like, it's... With no way to get up. Um, you make points. Like that—that's why it's scary. Like the actual jumping's not scary. Jumping in the ocean is fine. I think it's the part—the part that like you cannot get back on the ship—that's scary. Okay, but I don't know. I—I would—I would try to swim. I don't know. Best of luck. You're gonna swim no, from the okay. Bermuda you Triangle. You literally grab onto the boat. Like, there's probably a grab rope. Grab onto or an what? Anchor. Grab onto what? the anchor and ride the anchor. This, I don't know. If they are, if they're, if they're sailing along, Experience. you can't have the anchor down. There are no bad ideas in podcasting. You just try things. Improv. I mean, we've already <laughs> talked about, though, that, like, the only way you're going to survive out on sea is with a door. Yeah. That's your only option. Yeah. So if there's not a door and there's not a ladder back on the boat, you're dead. We can test this theory out on the Life ship, hack. You can test it out for us. Life hack. Walk the plank with a door. Mm. Life hack. You'll be fine. Yeah. Perfect. Is this, is this a better or worse hack than... Buying every single seat in the movie theater. Uh, no, that's a great hack. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. genius. Uh-huh. Um, private showings. Anyway, uh, yeah. So then, like, they they find out the whole scheme. Uh, we get like all the classic stuff going on there. Um, th- this is when they like they take part of the meteor and then like the volcano happens. Or is there anything? In between yeah, the this? volcanic reaction goes off, right? And then yeah. I feel like there's some other mystery that they missed. Uh, Like, you know, the volcano being attached to the meteor, like something's going on here and we just like gloss on by, but I feel like that's a mystery that's like worth solving. Yeah. 100%. The cruise ship people, maybe they can do that when they leave. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's definitely some weird powers that this meteor has that it controls the volcano. Yeah. Um, Very odd. Um, But then, yeah, they just, they, get back uh i think they have like a boat party they go back to uh to florida and there you Miami, go yep and they drop off the villains to the authorities and the end there you go um, that is uh that's scooby-doo pirates ahoy yes so let's just go through the voice cast quickly casey Kasem, tommy's dude uh as shaggy frank walker as fred and scooby mindy khan as velma dinkley uh gray delisle 
as Daphne Blake, aka Azula, aka Icky Vicky. Um, I think she's Grey Griffin now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Ron uh, Perlman. Yeah. Ron Perlman as Captain Skunkbeard and Biff Wellington. Franny Rodriguez as Rupert Garcia. Tim Conway as Skip Jones. Edie McClurg as Peggy Jones and Sea Salt Sally. Kathy Najimi as Sunny St. Cloud. Arsenia Hall as Captain Crothers. And Dan Castellaneta as Wooden Leg Wally slash Mr. Mysterio. And that's Homer Simpson. Um, that's the voice of Homer Simpson. Anyways, shall we get into our regular uh, hullabaloo things that we do here? Yeah, let's get into it. Let me just see if anyone asks us questions. If not, we can just do that. Tommy, overall, do you love pirates? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of pirates. I, I've never met a pirate in my life, and I, I feel like in real life, it'd be pretty scary right. uh, to meet a pirate. Uh, but I also, like, do you think, like, in real life, pirates back in the day, did they really have these accents? Or was this just something that Hollywood was like, we're just going to give them really funny accents and tell, make them go, yo! I think pirates, like dinosaurs, were very much a product of Hollywood afterwards. Like, Jacob put me onto the fact that dinosaurs, if you think about it, we don't know what a dinosaur looks like, but Hollywood created dinosaurs. I think, Jacob, did you read a book about this or listen to a podcast? Listen to a podcast about how, like, no one actually knows how dinosaurs look like. Uh, and so they're just like guessing and we essentially like because fat doesn't fossilize um that like we just are guessing and all of the animals don't have the fat that they obviously would have uh I, I, it's got to be the same with pirates like maybe there was like a pirate that had this accent but like this is a total creation of uh things like of like you know movies and tv shows and because it's so good and because it is so iconic it will never change so I do want to ask, because obviously I got lots of Pirates of the Caribbean vibes from this. Obviously, that was a ride at Disney World. Um, and now we're getting Jungle Cruise in like a month, Tower of Terrors in pre-production. What Disney World ride would you want to see next be adapted into a movie? I have mine ready. Um, should I go first, then, while you think? Yeah, you should, so you should go first. Yeah. I'm thinking Animal Kingdom Expedition Everest. I feel like it's like... It, there's it's like it's free money for disney or kilimanjaro safari is like something where it's like an adventure in the himalayas or something i feel like they, they i could see them doing that yeah but if we I, want magic kingdom specifically give me a second while i think oh we also had the haunted mansion with eddie murphy way back when yeah so. i i think we could have a rock and roller coaster that uh i i would take like starring a, steven tyler yeah let's yeah. let's get him let's book him I feel yeah. like you would do a Space Mountain. We haven't done Space Mountain yet, Space right? Mountain, that's a, yeah. That's true. No, yeah. we don't need to do Splash Mountain again until, like, it's updated. No. Until we get the Instead. Princess and the Frog, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Any other... In Magic Kingdom, it's hard. Uh, I, I I mean, they're doing, basically, like, a Monsters, Inc. prequel show, right? Or something? Yeah. Like, so. like the laugh I think we thing. should try again on Haunted Mansion. I think, I think so, too. It was too goofy. If you do, like, a series... like. All, the amount of like backstories in each of those rooms in Haunted Mansion is wild. Did to me. any of you ever play the Haunted Mansion Clue game? No. It no. was uh, instead of like who got murdered in what room by what weapon, it was uh, who got haunted by what ghost in what room. Um, lots of fun. Uh, I think Davis Combo Will also has that board game. We talked about it either on a podcast or off a podcast. But yeah, um, that was just something that I thought of. We have no questions, but uh, we got liked by Lisa, TikTok Nicole, and Will Davis when I put this question out. So uh, let's start with the culprit game where we always start. So Tommy, how this works is we identify the culprits. And while we were watching the movie, we had guesses. I can start. So the real culprits were Mysterio and Wellington 
I guess Sunny St. Cloud and Captain Crothers. I was way off. I was wrong. I will take the L. Jacob, what did you say? I'm not even sure I ever really guess, uh, honestly. Like, I, I never at the, at, had a point where I was, like, confident enough to guess. Because um, yeah. I just I was never didn't feel like I had anything. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say I just failed to do the activity. Uh, and I'm going to give myself no points for that. Okay. Thank yeah. you for being honest. No, so my thinking was that I, I was like, either it's them or it's like just some fantasy element that we're not sure of like them, but they are also like those pirates. I didn't, at one point I was just like, I don't know who the fuck this is. And honestly, it makes sense when we see how little they were on screen, these characters. Tommy, yeah, what about you? Exactly. I, <clears throat> I was definitely like, on board with Mysterio from the beginning. The thing was, I thought it was too obvious. I was like, this guy is creepy and like they're trying to make us think it's him. And so my like, my like other thought, and again, I didn't like me, like I was thinking like maybe it's Fred's parents and like the whole thing is like, this is for his birthday. Like this is, mm. it's a, a mystery inside a mystery and this is how they're finally going to get him and uh, uh, have, have him have a great birthday party. Oh, that's actually, yeah. I think I would have liked that movie better. I, I agree i i actually think that's a a good it's a good guess we'll make a sequel for our two dollar idea yeah Perfect. exactly um yeah so, th- this one was not great they didn't really do a lot of the setup uh to get to get it to be possible to guess who it would be exactly yeah um they, they could have workshopped this a little more in uh pre-production but we got the movie uh at least it's better than not having a movie i think i think we're better off for having watched it don't you often yeah I, yeah. I think this is, I think what this was, was, I mean, I, how long was this from Pirates of the Caribbean? I think this was still like the Pirates craze was going on, right? And I think Scooby-Doo was like, we just got to get a pirate movie out there. We just need something to get in, uh, get some of that Pirates of the Caribbean money. And I think that's what this was. Can we talk about the fact that Jacob is blocking me from color, changing the color of this item? Okay, there we go. Wait, I'm not <laughs> trying to block you. I was trying to help out. Okay. Tommy, do you want to hear what what uh, you just uh, you broke a you are the first person that you broke a record. You are a first on this podcast. You are the first person to get it completely wrong. <laughs> I guess. No, the first guest to get it completely wrong. Yes, but yes. also th- these guests are definitely cheating. So, Tommy, okay. yeah, I was truthful. Honesty. Yeah, I was yeah. truthful. Okay, like there's fair. no way that these people aren't cheating. Okay, and to be fair, Davis comma Will did get it half wrong he got half a point for yeah. one so he didn't get it completely right i had my eyes on mysterio he just seemed too it was like way too, too obvious, obvious for yeah. it to be yeah yeah okay and In anyway in terms of our next activity we always go and we give one of the core five an mvp one of them is the mvp for us and one of them is the lvp um and it's only the core five if, he, if tommy has to guess you can always give an additional mvp or lvp based on like from one of the random characters that we got to meet this movie jacob why don't you start us off with uh either you can choose mvp or lvp uh, let, let's start mvp uh i'm gonna give my mvp to scooby uh he's impervious to drugs uh he ends up catching the pirates uh and he has a great time uh on the boat and i i think that's what makes him my mvp lovely lovely Pr- pretty uh, straightforward Yes, for me, I'm going to be giving Shaggy the MVP. I was between him and Scooby, and I'm like, whoever, I, I felt like Shaggy did slightly more. Um, honestly, I don't remember exactly the ending of the movie. It's been a few weeks since I watched, and I did skin through it. I jumped around and watched some scenes, but I didn't watch the ending scene. So I just remember Shaggy or Scooby was getting my point, and since Jacob said Scooby, I'm going to go Shaggy. Perfect. Uh, Tommy, where, 
what do you think? Yeah, it was definitely between those two. I mean, those were the heroes. They're the ones that, that did it. They also just wanted a vacation. So, like, listen, we got to give them something. We got to – so can I, like, give it, like, a half? Like, it's like a hidden temple medallion. I'm going to get break it apart. There's going to be two halves. I give both halves to uh, Shaggy and Scooby. Jacob, what's your ruling? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay. So half to Scooby, half to Shaggy? Yeah, half to Jacob, Scooby, can you fix it in the chart? Because I don't know how to do that. If yes, I had to make a choice, I'll choose later. Scooby. If I okay. have to, you're twisting my arm, it's Scooby. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll put Scooby in and we'll give uh, Shaggy the bonus. Um, uh, Felipe, what do you have for LVP? LVP, I don't, I, I'm crossing off Fred, despite the fact that his parents were buffoons. Like, I think Fred didn't really do anything harmful. That leads to Daphne and Velma. And I think Velma was able to figure out the contraption. Basically, Daphne is getting it because she was neutral and everyone else had at least something positive to add. So I'm giving it to Daphne and it hurts my heart to do this, but it's been a minute since I've given Daphne an LVP, giving her my second ever LVP. But sometimes if you're if you're a net neutral, then it's not I that's you lose points just because everyone else was positive. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna give it to Fred. Um here just because you know fred like he's the one whose parents like got him involved in this whole thing like so, uh, okay so you're blaming his parents for like you're giving him, you're blaming him for his parents i mean it's like the most negative thing out of all of them like really daphne and velma were like just gone uh like they really did not have much to do in the back half so i'm, I'm gonna have to give it to fred yeah that's disrespectful but okay I, kate would approve well, I also just default to giving it to Fred when I don't know what to do. Sounds good. Tommy? You know, I, I'm going to let Fred slide because it's his birthday um, for me. And then I, I'm going to give it to – and maybe this, maybe you can talk me out of this. I think I'm going to give it to Velma because she's always so – She's. it's like her highs are so high that when she's down here, it's like it, – it's Daphne's always kind of middle middle of the road, right? So it's like – she has she doesn't go as high as Velma I feel like does you know so I yeah. for me it, it, she slacked a little this week I didn't see her come up with a brilliant idea uh you know that worked yeah, yeah sometimes that, that's yeah. that's fair I like that fair. all people of the core five are represented in our MVPs and LVPs love that yeah and like it's like in basketball where if based on the average that they have then if they're really good but they're not playing a ton of time that's like the, the ratio is good. So it's kind of like Velma. Like she was very irrelevant and usually you expect more from Vel Velma. So you're graving on a curve, but yeah. Yeah. So lastly, we have the scores. Um, so how we do this is we rank it from anywhere 0.25 to five um, Scooby snacks. And Tommy, you listen to Post Rica, So I'm assuming you know what the drill is here. Um, and you can do, we do 0.25 increments. So you can do anywhere uh, like 0 0.25, 0 0.5, 0 0.75, or a flat 0 0.0. So as our guest, you want to start us off? Yeah, I, I think for me, it's hard because I have, I'm unlike you guys, I, I'm not watching other Scoobies to really compare it to. I'm just listening. And uh, I'm going to go middle of the road. I, I think like a, like a, like a 3.5 is kind of where I'm at, where it's like a little, like it's, it's fine. I enjoyed the journey. I like, it was goofy, but and maybe it's because I enjoyed po podcasting about it. Like, I like things that I can kind of make fun of. And I kind of like that there was a lot of moments in this movie to kind of point out and be like, this is, this is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob, do you want to go next? Yeah. The, the movie 
he really drags in the middle. And I think that that's what holds it back. Um, like it really spends a lot of time in the middle, not doing much. Uh, and, and for that, I'm, I'm going to give it a 3.5, um, which is like not bad. Uh, obviously it's like, you know, there have been worse projects, but it, it just wasn't really doing it for me. I was actually like, I was going back and forth between a, a 3.5 and a 3.25, but um, look, looking at my past ratings, like I did like it better than Scooby doing the Loch Ness Monster. Okay. So Tommy, I've got to at least give it that. 3.5. 3.5, yes. Okay. So I'm going to give this a flat four just because I'm looking at my other things. And I think this was better than Ghoul School just because it has the whole gang and it has a mystery, even though I do enjoy the Ghoul School. And um, I think this is slightly better than Alien Invaders, although I also really enjoyed that one because the podcast was fun for that one, but this was also a fun podcast. I think it's on the same level as Witch's Ghost. Um, I might move Where's My Mummy down to a four later in the in the podcast journey, but for now, I'll leave it at a four. So with my four, Jacob's 3.5, Tommy's 3.5, we get a 3.67 average, and it's one of the higher ones, but not super high, right? It's like middle. It's middle of the road. It's better than like the really crap ones that have uh, been coming yeah, before, Jacob but conveniently skipped. Yep, but it's uh, it's not like it's not one of the upper echelon yet. Yes. Um. So, Tommy, any final thoughts on this movie? No, I mean yo ho ho, right? Like, yeah. do we should we bring back our pilot's gone? Is pilot like a? Do we think that like in Hollywood me, media, is pirates still popular? They're too played out. They got too much yeah. exposure, so they have to cool off a bit, but they will be back. I think they will be back. I think we need to, honestly, I think we need to like start focusing on other kind of pirates, like maybe space pirates. Like I know they, they exist in Star Wars, but I feel like um, like Treasure Planet, we need to bring that kind of pirating back. Um, yeah, I think you just need to cool off in the medium and it'll come back yeah. eventually. Also, yeah. like, I don't think what we're saying is not expand the Pirates of the Caribbean universe. We want new, fresh pirate content. Yes. Yes. Because um, what do we have now? Uh, you know what? The next project we'll probably get is a Peter Pan live action movie. That's my, I'm shooting my shot right now. Placing my bets. Um, also, I will shout out one of my favorite Danny Phantom ghosts, uh, the little pirate kid, uh, voiced by uh, yeah. uh, Shark Boy. You are a big fan of him, yes. Yes. Um, you, you mentioned that a few times. I have. Now. Oh wow. Yes. No. Um. But no, he's not my favorite Danny Phantom ghost, but he's up there. I think. Yeah. I think Vlad is up there. Is probably the number one. But Skulker and uh, Ember, they're also great. Oh, and Desiree. <laughs> Desiree Maybe they'll make a, a spinoff movie, and that will be what brings well, back the pirates. Didn't Butch mm. Hartman scam some people? Like he tried to like do like a GoFundMe. And, I don't okay. know. I'm gonna okay. need the podcast. It really sounds like you should be leading this podcast, yeah. Felipe. You... you really need to have the cancel okay. podcast because every time yeah. you mention it, my I'm like, friend I don't Naomi know. is on top of everything, so I need to ask. Not Naomi Calhoun. Naomi Lambert. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, speaking of Naomi Calhoun, uh, first off, uh, she is on the de- docket for a future episode uh, in a few weeks. But next up, we'll have Chill Out Scooby Doo with you heard her most recently on RHAP talking about blood versus water. AJ Norris, who is also the guest on What You Doing This Week. I'm so excited. Jacob once texted me saying, this episode that we're going to do with AJ is going to be wild. And I, I am so excited for it. 
It's just every time I podcast with AJ, things just go wrong. Uh, not like wrong in a bad wrong way. Wrong or right? Wrong. Because no, no wrong. Like uh, like internet issues or like people interrupting or like just absolute chaos ensues. So I'm I'm very excited to yeah. talk. I'm so excited chill for out AJ. Any podcast with AJ is just great. I I did one and and I just remember by the end of the night I had ketchup all over my face. So like, you know you're gonna have a great time when AJ's on. Wait, the which podcast was this? And, you know it was. Back in the day, it was we can, uh, you know. Uh, I need, I need the footage. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. Right. We'll talk. Have to be a, yeah, yeah. Uh, a patron exclusive. <laughs> um, but Tommy, where can people keep up with you? I mentioned Naomi, but you recently had a declassified episode with Naomi. Not this last one, but the one previously, right? Yes, we. Uh, the I think the last one we we took a week off. I had to go yes. home for a, a wedding. It was my brother's wedding. Oh, they so were gonna I, say the the white asterisk wedding, but okay. <laughs> yes, I had to take off the podcast for the for the for that wedding you know it's very important to me uh but no you can find me uh hey if you want to follow me on the twitter uh at tommy's tidbits uh and uh if you want to follow my other podcasts we're there uh declassified uh survivor yeah DSG podcast yep and yeah. uh the star Wars podcast yes. we're on twitter and so just let us know what are you doing this week for star Wars? because you have three things of content coming out well, I'm literally getting off this. I'm going to record Bad Batch. Uh, we're doing the last two episodes uh, today. So we'll, we'll record that. That'll probably be out tonight or tomorrow. Like whenever, you know. Yeah. Uh, July. What's today's date? July, July 5th. 5th. Yeah, it's going to be out yeah. today probably. Uh, and then we got some Loki going on. Uh, yeah, we're doing too much. We're not talking about doing Black Widow. Yeah. Michael just shoots ideas at me, and I'm like, I don't even look at my my calendar's blank. I have a calendar. I don't use it like I should, so I never know if I'm scheduled for things or not. And I just hope that I never like double book myself. That's always my hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'm excited for Black Widow though. Uh, I got my ticket uh, today, going Which, Thursday night. Same. Uh, so. hopefully, uh, let's see, let's see how I am functioning Thursday. Cause I spent a long night at work on Wednesday and then an early morning Thursday, uh, but I, I'm hoping I get cut early on Thursday so I can go take a nap at the yep. before. I think me and Michael are going in person cause he's, uh, he's coming to California. We're going to meet for the first time. Oh, uh, sweet. He's, he's vacationing here. And then I think yeah. we might go see Black with the Bird. children or by himself. I, I think with the children, listen, I, I don't get much information. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's been discovered is like, but for those that don't know, it's like me and Michael, our first time like talking officially, like we was Star Wars episode message, one. Was episode one. That's our with first me time. Will, Will for uh, what you do? I think Navi too. Like uh, no, Navi I played Among Us with a few times, but yeah, and I didn't have his number until like until like uh, Winter Soldier, where I think uh, the two dudes watching cartoons wanted to do some collaborations, and they got us. They started a, a text group, and I had no idea it was Michael on the other side. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah um, um very nice. so and tommy what give us a plug something like a pop culture plug i know you call it something else on the star wars like a, a recommendation but yeah let me see i mean i always pitch the two two animated shows that i love dearly uh over the garden wall if you've never seen over the garden wall it's just such a fantastic show it's only an hour and a half because it's like it's 10 11 minute episodes um so great it was the guy was a writer on flapjack and then went off and made this this mini series uh and infinity train let's bring back infinity train everyone go watch it perfect yes um jacob i know it's not akiva's birthday but it's probably your second favorite person in the world's birthday it's poutine poppy's birthday uh tell us where people can keep up with you to celebrate poutine poppy's birthday uh, people can find me on Twitter at JK Redmond and listen to Ang in there uh, where I recap 
uh, with Zach. Last week, Felipe was on. Um, well, depending on when you listen to this last well, week, maybe. Well, no, like. Uh, oh, I thought you, you know, were just going to say, well, depending on what time stamp you're listening to, he might not be. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Okay. I was saying, like, uh, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, it might be uh, two weeks ago. But anyway, that was very fun. Uh, and yeah, we're finishing season two up there. So exciting stuff. Exciting. Uh, what about you, Felipe? Where can people keep up with you? They can keep up with me on Twitter that I'm not tweeting much out with the Fleep. Uh, Clubhouse is back, baby. You can listen to me there sometimes. Um, but also, uh, I'm doing High School Musical, the musical, the series podcast every week. This week might be, we might take a week off and do both episodes next week, just depending on Rebecca's schedule because Caitlin's still on vacation. Um, but if we do that, we'll have Rebecca on for both episodes next week. Uh, and then uh, what you're doing, we just had Jay. We're also having AJ this week. Um, AJ Norris is booked and busy these days. So I'm excited about that. And then, yeah, just doing shenanigans on here. Stay tuned to the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Twitter at Brazil Dragon Pod. Um, and also, uh, if you watch the Disney Pixar movie, Luca, you can check me out on the Patreon feed of Kosher Recaps. It is free. We talked Luca with Grace and Ariel. Um, and also Jacob mentioned it, the Avatar podcast. Also potentially a pink panther podcast with the aforementioned naomi calhoun this week like the the 2006 one with um, c martin yes i love that friday. Movie. Yeah. yeah on friday wait that's naomi. a legitimately great movie wow yes naomi is like uh tentatively the podcast is called 2000s naomi screaming at the tv <laughs> or right. at movies because she was like something 2000s and it was a hot mess also um jacob what's something pop culture that you want to plug uh i did not come prepared I, the chicago cubs eight game losing streak that's what will be that's what's living rent free in my head right now that sounds very sad i'm sorry yeah and the brewers have like a 12 game win streak it's really just a loss a for us fan? in the NL central no i'm a cubs fan but the brewers are winning and the cubs are losing oh okay i thought you like said the, the brewers are losing too and i was like wait why, why? no no no, no. Let's see come talk to me when you become a pirates and a buffalo bills fan <laughs> yikes uh, i would never yeah, uh, jacob might come see a red sox game with me we'll see yeah. He wants to come. Uh, anyway, Felipe, do you have do you have anything pop culture? I'm just I'm still watching Better Call Saul, so people can watch that. All right. So good. Yeah. Sounds Anyways, good. Until next time, people can hashtag uh, two dollar ideas. Um, how about that? Yep. Uh, until next time, bye everyone. Bye. <laughs> has shown its face to you today so don't delay it's time for hiding and dividing from the fury and the sound and cutting like a knife the wind is howling and the growling of the thunder's there to plunder and to swallow up the ground winds will blow the seas will swell and overflow so fair he well as land will quake swing and sway all waves are break so slow away and away It advances there upon you to remain It stirs and swells and hovers So try to hide and cover There's a patch upon the eye of the hurricane Winds will blow The 
seas will swell and overflow so fair. The well as a land will quake, swing and sway, all waves are great, so don't delay. And the way hang up and all surround, blow ye winds, for we are bound. 